You're listening to the WELF NPC News Radio Podcast with your hosts, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and co-host Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. To all North Pole City Elves, those in Santa's Village in the Lower 48 and all around the world, this is your weekly update for the week of January 2nd, 2023. I am your host, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And I'm your co-host, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Let's go to press. For the week of January 2nd, 2023, your sponsor will be Jarvis's Wood and Coal. Keeping your family warm for over 500 years, this week's special, buy one truckload and get one free. Call 555-I-AM-COLD to have your delivery made the same day. That's 555-I-AM-COLD, and your home will be warm in no time. Update from Santa's Village. It is that time. It's time to open the workshop for the new season. Latimer Snurd has posted the updated opening and cleaning schedule for the workshop, factories, and warehouses on the TAOLF.com website. If you are an employee within Santa's Village, you are requested to review this schedule and find out where you need to report on January 4th when the facilities open back up again for the new season. This is the same schedule we've been following, said Latimer, but we finally got it written out and posted on the website. This schedule has been approved by Santa, the Department of Elfland Security, and the United Elves Association Elf Workers Union. By having this schedule all written out, there will be less confusion upon everyone's return, and we can hopefully get back to manufacturing much quicker. If you have not seen this schedule, you can connect to Santa's Workshop page on TAOLF.com. From the Department of Elfland Security, Edward Hinkelmeyer has requested that representatives from Flight Control and the Engineers Department take some time to review the delivery satellite number 7 before it's placed into storage for next year's deliveries. All other delivery satellites returned back to North Pole City and landed with no reported issues. They have now been cleaned, serviced, and placed into storage. Number 7 experienced some issues on its way back to the North Pole, where it began to sputter as it was crossing over the Arctic Ocean. Warning lights began to ring out in flight control, but once thrust was reduced to 50%, it did return, just at a slower rate. Landing was a bit rough, but there was no damage to the satellite. It is believed that one of the thruster engines may have to be serviced and rebuilt. Also, Father Time once again arrived at North Pole City for New Year's and is staying at the North Pole City Hotel. He has calibrated and reset all the North Pole City and Santa's Village clocks for the new year, so we're all synced up. And he will again be hosting his Reset Your Clocks dinner later this month, where you can bring any of your timepieces and he'll reset them for you then as well. This is scheduled for January 28th and will once again be held in the ballroom of the North Pole City Hotel. If you wish to attend, please contact the North Pole City Hotel to make a reservation so that they have an accurate account for dinner. Santa and Mrs. Claus are expected to be attending the event again this year, and last year's event was a great success and everyone had a great time. You'll want to get your reservation in early. 
as the division of WWWPR was working with representatives from Santa's workshop for the return to work schedule post, the division asked the workshop if they had any information that could be added to their webpage for a worksheet or resources. The workshop sent over the worksheet for making a pinwheel, and it has now been posted on Santa's workshop webpage on taolf.com. In weather this week, temperatures will remain from negative 22 to negative 26 all week with heavy fog on Monday and snow flurries on Tuesday. Expect cloudy skies with the sun popping out occasionally for the startup of the work week on January 4. Over the past week, we have released two special reports on our podcast. If you hadn't had a chance to listen to them, they are posted on the TAOF.com website and the station's podcast. One was a very exclusive interview with Mrs. Claus in regards to the history of the delivery celebration, and the other was an interview with Dr. Twinklestein talking about the injury that Santa received this year during his deliveries. Again, if you have not listened to these special reports, they are out there on WELF MPC North Pole City News Podcast. Before we cover this week in Elf history, let's take a quick music break.
For this week in Elf History, I'm going to turn it over to our investigative reporter, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Becky, take it away. Thanks, Walter. Well, January 6th is a special date in Elf history. It's a wedding anniversary for two U.S. presidents named George. That would be George Washington and George H.W. Bush. In 1759, a 26-year-old George Washington married Martha Dandridge Custis, who was 27 years old at the time. She was recently widowed and Virginia-born, and she was an educated mother of two. George Washington was a young officer in the colonial British Army, and he moved his new bride and family to his estate at Mount Vernon. Washington soon adopted Martha's two young children, Jack and Patsy, and the couple was married until his death in 1799, a 40-year union. Historical documents have since revealed that Martha may not have been the great love of Washington's life, though. A year before his marriage to Martha, and again in his later years, Washington wrote cryptic yet passionate love letters to Sally Fairfax, the wife of his friend George Fairfax. Although they had no offspring of their own, Washington doted on his adopted children and respected Martha's parenting decisions. For her part, Martha was devoted as a spouse and often accompanied Washington to headquarters during the Revolutionary War. The historical record of George and Martha's marriage is scant because Martha burned nearly all of the couple's letters after George's death in accordance with his wishes. Though there have been a couple found. Almost 200 years later, though, in 1945, George Herbert Walker Bush, already a decorated World War II hero, married his 18-year-old sweetheart, Barbara Pierce. Shortly after the honeymoon, Bush returned to combat duty, and after the war, Bush completed his studies at Yale and embarked on an illustrious business and political career, culminating in his election to the presidency in 1988. In addition to supporting her husband's political career, Barbara Bush raised five children, including one future president herself, George Walker Bush, though he didn't get married on January 6th. Also, she had one future governor of Florida, Jeb Bush. According to her biography, she coordinated no less than 29 family moves in 44 years of marriage. Barbara, whose name became synonymous with down-to-earth, old-fashioned American values, was popular with the American public both during and after her husband's presidency. So, if you're named George and you want to be a U.S. president, maybe think of getting married on January 6th. It couldn't hurt, right, Walter? Yeah, I, I guess so. All right, back to you. Before we continue on with the news, let's have another short music break. Hold on, 
Pole City Commerce Association will be having an open house and buffet at their new addition on their building all day on Monday in observance of National Buffet Day. The addition was completed a few days ago and all are welcome to come and partake in the large buffet that will be provided for all members and non-members of the association. If you have a business and would like to join the organization, please be sure to fill out an application while you attend the buffet. All the association officers will be present. In a last-minute Hail Mary pass and upset, the Leighton Gumdrops pull the W and become this year's Tinsel Football Champions as they defeat the Falcons in a nail-biting game this Saturday afternoon in Reindeer Stadium. In the final play of the game, quarterback Jim Pinwell Leighton fired a 50-yard pass to wide receiver Chuck Chickenleg Leighton who ran into the end zone to make the final score 7-6 in the Gumdrops' favor. Congratulations to the Gumdrops as they will take home this year's Tinsel Football Trophy. By the way, remember last week we mentioned that special treat that the Sports League was planning on having at the concessions? Well, they had candied bacon twists and maple bacon pancake bites, and they were a treat. Did you have any, Walter? Yes, I did. They were delicious. Yeah, they were delicious. I'm working right now on trying to get the recipes for the peppermint post, so be on the lookout for those. In community events this week, Wednesday, January 4th, is the first day back to work after the mandatory post-Christmas break. And it's also National Spaghetti Day, so a nice hearty spaghetti meal will be served in the workshop cafeterias all day. It's also National Trivia Day, so there'll be trivia events at the hot cocoa pubs in town. Stop by for some trivia fun. Friday, January 6th is National Technology Day and Shortbread Day. All the computers in Santa's Village and the workshops will have a new screensaver added in celebration of Technology Day. And shortbread cookies will be available all day in the workshop cafeteria and in city center provided by Mrs. Claus's Kitchen. On Saturday, January 7th, it's the first Saturday of the month, so again, it's Play Outside Day. Be sure to head outside and enjoy the outdoors. Then on Sunday, it's English Toffee Day and Bubble Bath Day. Celebrate with some delightful English toffee that will be available at the North Pole City Hotel all day. And then stop by Dr. Twinklestein's office and grab some bubble bath bubbles that they're distributing to promote relaxation and enjoy some time in a nice warm bubble bath to close out the first week of the year. Just don't put the bubble bath in the hot tub. That's not a good idea. <laughs> I see you take that from experience. Yes, that may have happened in the past. (laughs) 
Alright, well then next week on Monday, it is Balloon Ascension Day, so be sure you're planning to head out to Reindeer Stadium for hot air balloon rides. The North Pole City Commerce Association will be sponsoring the rides all day and hot air balloon festival as well. And they have that cleared with flight control. There are no flights taking that is place correct. on that day. Yes. So we won't run into that problem. Either. Right, the no fly. <laughs> WELF MPC would like to wish a very happy 675th birthday to Bill Briarpatch Scarborough. This year also marks Bill's 550th year with the Division of Forestry as a pine tree harvester. We wish Bill many more happy years. This is Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and Becky Marshmallow Livingstone with the reminder there's power in looking silly and not caring that you do. Have a good evening. Be sure to tune in next week for another WELF NPC North Pole Radio News Update.